0: Hello, and welcome to Don't Talk About It. I'm your host, Dean D., and today we have a little story about ownership. This one is called, I Want My Pacifier, and it takes us all the way back to college. So one of the things that we tend to do from time to time is we use elements of life As a way to pacify or distract us from what is actually really bothering us. And what we need to deal with. Um, So for me, this is something that got better over time. And there was a moment where I realized how bad I was at not taking ownership. And today I'm going to share that story with you. It takes us all the way back to college. I was dating somebody in high school, and um, we spent some time together um, the last three years. And I ventured off to college and went to Oregon State. And at the time, we were still together. However, we had started to grow apart in our relationship. The last six months, um she and I were fighting more we you know at the time, I was eighteen and full of emotions that uh didn't make any sense to me, so obviously, the arguments that we had didn't make any sense um because I felt like I was just running on pure emotion instead of settling down and looking at it without that emotional attachment to it, and seeing what was I doing, what was I avoiding, what was I not doing. And so we were slowly drifting apart. And I know going to college was going to be a big challenge for our relationship. And I knew before I moved out that it was an effort that I did not want to put in. Because we had grown apart in our relationship. And she was ready to settle down, have some kids, start more of a family. And, you know, I was going off to college. I wasn't even sure what I wanted to do with my life. And um, we were just in two totally different places. But now, as an adult, I see how if I would have sat down and talked to her, doesn't matter how the conversation goes because what I was scared about is it not being pleasant. But that's not what's important. What's important is that she knows the information, that she understands how I feel. And that was something that she did not get from me because I was very avoidant. Um, For me at the time, it was my college was serving as a way for me to avoid this conversation. So we didn't talk, I moved away, ended up in the dorms freshman year at Oregon State, and we had agreed to talk every night. You know, we're going to keep this relationship going. And, um, you know, she wanted me to call her every night. And I said, oh, yeah, of course, babe, I can do that. And then I started distracting myself. For example, I just watched this episode or this uh, documentary the other day that I think is really relative to what I'm speaking about now. And it's called The Social Dilemma. And it's on Netflix and it's about our phones and how our phones tend to create an environment that is very specific to us. And mostly it's in like social media. We escape to things that are relatable to us, things that directly make us feel good. And it's a way to escape to a false reality that is so distracting from our real life and it's a way to basically put in our pacifier and just go numb to a point where we're trying to achieve bliss but really what we're achieving is avoidance and a lack of ownership and I see this all the time where you know a couple is struggling and they go out to dinner and instead of Working towards their relationship on how to converse with each other. They both just bury themselves into their own phones. And they don't even talk during dinner. They just sit there on their phones the whole time. And I mean to each their own. I'm just perceiving the situation for what it is. But isn't going out to dinner to spend time with somebody. Isn't being a tentative part of that conversation and we do this all the time I know like when I was traveling with work and there was things with work that I was not looking forward to doing and I would just pull up my phone and I would start playing a game or I would start burying myself in my Instagram profile and just escape to something that was a little more pleasant I would just put in my pacifier and just try to soothe myself and what it was doing was making me avoid the problem. The box that's in the room that's staring at me, I'm putting a chain around it and locking it. However, it doesn't make the box actually go away and it's going to open up at some point. And this is what I was doing with my girlfriend in college. So every night we had this plan to talk, to spend time together on the phone. And I would always come up with something. I was taking what I was doing throughout the day and I was putting these things off, like my homework or going to the gym. And I'd put all these things off so that when it came time to speak and to call my girlfriend, I would come up with some excuse and send out a text message, you know, hey babe, I'm really busy, you know, I've got all this homework, I still haven't been to the gym yet, I'm sorry we're not going to be able to talk tonight. I would escape into my false reality. So I was taking what people tend to do now on their phones, they distract, they keep themselves occupied with something else So that we don't actually have to deal with the problem that's at hand. The one thing that's on our mind that we're constantly circling around. But we're never stopping to listen to. And this is what I was doing with her. I would set my environment of the day. I would go out with my friends. So I'd have all this time throughout the day where we wouldn't be able to talk because she'd be in class or um, she was doing um, some dance classes at the time, so she'd do dance classes. And so we had a very, very set time. And what I would do is I would take all the time that I had available for homework and for getting what I need to do done, and I would put it aside, and I would do all this other, so to say, fuck furry. where I would just go, like, basically fuck off and not do anything. Like, I would go throw the baseball around um, in the field behind us uh, with my college doormate. And, you know, we just, things to distract. Get on Nintendo and play Nintendo 64 for three, four hours, and just avoid, 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 avoid the homework. Avoid, like the gym, avoid what I needed to do, because I knew that if I avoided those things, then I could use them as an excuse to get out of what I was actually avoiding, which is breaking up with my girlfriend. So the big picture at hand here is me trying to pacify myself, was making her environment worse, our relationship worse. It was so unfair to her. For me not to be honest, for me to string her along for two months and constantly come up with excuses on why I couldn't call her, to leave her wondering, not being honest, instead of owning it, Ownership, in my opinion, should be spelled own your shit. (laughs) Because that's what you really need to do. You need to own it. If there is something that is unpleasant, putting it aside is usually going to make it harder and more unpleasant when it comes time to deal with it. So we distract. We go into these other environments We use our phones, we use our man caves, we use our honeydews, all these little things that we escape into to distract us from the one thing that we actually do need to do. And I see this happen all the time, especially with work, where you have one major project that really needs to be done, and instead you start taking on these other assignments that are due at a later date or not as important or you can even delegate them to somebody else and that would be completely acceptable but you choose not to because you're avoiding what you really need to own and deal with. You're setting your environment to pacify you, to make you feel more comfortable When the uncomfortable is really what's staring you in the face. And the more you avoid it, the more uncomfortable it becomes. The one thing I've learned about meditating, looking inward, listening to those scary demons, so to say, or those things that we don't want to deal with, and to me it's like a band-aid. It's like when you rip it off, it is so much easier to throw yourself out there vulnerable and say, "Hey, look. I messed up." That comp- that level of confrontation with yourself is so needed to get past the uncomfortable. It's like when we go to the gym, we always dread going to the gym it's like how long does it take us to find our sneakers how long does it take us to like oh traffic's bad oh i come up with all these excuses why i can't make it to the gym but usually once we get to the gym it's not that bad it's not as scary as we thought it would be and that is what i've realized is the majority of the problems i deal with yes some of those problems are really hard and i still hate opening that box with certain problems, but I do it now because looking is so much easier and honest and genuine to myself and the people in the relationship that I'm with, to the high school girlfriend who I leave hanging because I won't be honest with myself and therefore I'm not being honest with her. I'm constantly distracting myself and pacifying myself with other pleasantries to avoid the uncomfortable, the distasteful. But that is the progress that is needed to move forward. That's what it takes to open the box. And for me, I catch myself doing this with my phone and with the TV. If there's something that's bothering me now, I catch myself quickly realizing how much I want to pick up my phone and escape into you know Candy Crush or like one of those other um, move the box is another game that I get like distracted with and it accomplishes nothing it's just like a rocking chair you know I'm just going back and forth in place but I'm not actually making any progress and it's so much what I see us do on the day-to-day to avoid what needs to be done And so I question and I ask you, what are you doing in your life, in your environment, to put the pleasantries first and to put aside and lock up the uncomfortable? What are you escaping into? That is your moment of recognition and awareness. What are you avoiding We usually know, and then what steps do we take to not avoid it and to bring it to the surface and look at it. And yeah, it's uncomfortable, and yeah, our diaper might be wet, but changing your diaper is going to be so much more of a pleasant environment moving forward than putting in your pacifier and just sitting there content. So I finally ended up having that conversation, and it was not by me. My high school girlfriend turned into my college girlfriend, and she was the one who brought the conversation to the surface. And that was the lesson that I learned from that experience that started showing me personally How much my inaction really hurts other people's actions, experiences, relationships, involvements. Not acting is more deteriorating to the relationship than acting. Because when I act, I was acting... Now, moving forward, when I act, I act honestly and genuinely. And if that person becomes hurt from that, I'm not running from that. I'm sitting there open and saying, talk to me about this. Tell me why you're hurt. Even not for the rebuttal, but just for the listen. Because, yeah, the conversation is uncomfortable. But being open to receiving And being open to communicating makes it less uncomfortable. Distracting ourselves and pacifying ourselves with other feel-goods does not make the the uncomfortable conversation more comfortable. In fact, all it does is prolong it and makes it more uncomfortable in my mind. So, we ended up breaking up. And I've learned a lot from that situation. And I took it to me with work. And every time I had a situation, whether it was with an employee or whether it was with another department head, I always, the best that I could, went and said, hey, we need to talk about this. And the conversation usually it ended with i'm so glad we spent the time to get to the surface of this or get to you know the root of what's going on here very rarely did i ever hear somebody say i don't have time for how much you care it was usually i don't have time to talk about that right now can we revisit and yes every once in a while we hit those people that just like refuse to see it And that is their own struggle. And there's nothing we can do to help them open the box. So, thank you for your time. Thank you for your ears. And remember, own your shit. That's ownership. And what you lack in action is what you transcend onto somebody else. So... Sometimes we just got to rip the band-aid. It's a little bit easier than putting it aside and watching that problem grow. Have a splendid day. Thank you again.